And it's our pleasure right now to welcome in the gym one of my favorite all-time Oakland A's, a guy that, uh, well, really needs no introduction, but we have to give him one anyways. Dave Smoke Stewart joining us here in the gym right now. Hey, Dave, how you doing out there? Everything's going great, man. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing just fine. And, uh, hey, we really appreciate the time today. I know there are a lot of A's fans here in Modesto and Stockton that uh, that grew up watching you and, and loving you and, and, and following your career. It means a lot to hear from you here uh, on the show today. Thanks for having me on. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Dave, well, you were uh, honored recently out there at the McAfee Coliseum uh, with a couple of your former Oakland A's greats, Vita Blue, Mike Norris, yourselves. Uh, I, I, Tell me about that. Jim Mudcat Grant out there as well with you uh, prior to the game last Wednesday as the A's paid tribute to the Black Aces. What was that like for you, Dave? You know, um, it was a very, very well-organized event. Um, Teacher Paige, um, I have to give her a thousand thanks for putting it together, even thinking about coming up with um, a celebration for the Black Aces. I mean, she just did an outstanding job, and I mean, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a, a, a different fraternity. I mean, only having 13 of us to win 20 games in Major League history, um, that in itself made it special. But the A's really, really made it a nice event. How good are the A's at at, at paying homage to the past, at, at honoring what you guys were able to accomplish? Do they call you a lot with ideas like this, or is it uh, few and far between? What's it like being a former A? How do they treat you? I think they're as good as any organization in baseball. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, the Dodgers are probably the number one organization that really, well, uh, the Dodgers and the Yankees are probably the two top two organizations at uh, really paying attention to players and past and keeping a uh, tradition of the organization alive. And I think the A's would be a close first, second, or third to one of those two organizations. I think that they do a very, very good job. I mean, uh, having guys around, Campy Campanaris, you'll see him around the organization a lot. Uh, I know that I'm involved with the organization. Dave Henderson, Terry Steinbach, Carney Lansford, a bunch of us are always somewhere around by the blue. So um, it is, uh, they do a great job. When I hear those names, Dave, uh, it just bring back great bring back great memories of those A's teams of the late '80s into the '90s, and you were obviously a pivotal part of that. Uh, I I failed to remember that you were a Dodger and you broke into the big leagues with the Los Angeles Dodgers and playing for Tommy Lasorda early in your career. How did Tommy Lasorda shape your career, if at all? Well, you know what um, I, I tell you, Tommy actually did did a better job for me. Um, out of baseball, being a part of office management and being a coach. Um, Because what I admired about Tommy, and I think a lot of players um, will admire about him, is that he had a way of keeping a player confident, keeping a player involved in the game in a period of time when it would be easy to give up on a team and give up on yourself. Um, He always had a way of keeping things calm and, and, and giving you the feeling that you were still a very very, very big part of the team concept. Well, you had four straight years with 20 or more victories, which is just an amazing accomplishment for, for any pitcher in the bigs. And I, I just imagine what it was like for you in 1986 when you were released and then the Oakland A's decided to sign you. Well, what was that like when, when you got released and you realized that your baseball career was heading in a different direction? What was that like back then? Can you take us back to that, uh, that time? Well, 
was it was probably the most difficult period that I've ever gone through in baseball. Um, I felt that um, uh, opportunities weren't really given to me in Texas when I was there, mm-hmm. and then and getting then getting to Philadelphia and not being there for a long period of time and not having very many opportunities there, and then them releasing me. I mean, it was a very very down period for me in my life and in my career. Um, but it also gave me some time to reflect um, on on the things that maybe I didn't do very well and maybe the fact that the, the release was warranted. I mean, it gave me an opportunity to think about things. And in that period of time of, of having that opportunity to think um, when being signed by the A's, I, I think it helped me to jumpstart my career at that time. Now, a lot of people talk about your tenacity, about your intensity when you pitched for the Oakland A's and, and of course, on to the later teams in your career. Did you get that intensity from somewhere inside? Where did you get that desire and that intensity and that fire, Dave, if, if you could tell our audience? Well, I mean, I think that's one of those things that um, was always there but just never had a real opportunity to, to put it on display, to, to have it come out because of those many different roles that I pitched in. Um, you know, coming up uh, in the big leagues, it started with the Dodgers. Uh, the only way to make their big league club was to pitch out of the bullpen, which I never really got out of that mode, even though I was a career minor league starter with, with pretty good success. And then I got to Texas. It was in and out of the rotation, mostly pitching out of the bullpen. And Philadelphia, like I said, literally no chance at all. And so, I mean, the intensity was always there as a minor league starter. I was a very, very intense competitor and liked being out there and liked competing. Dave Stewart joining us here in the gym on AM 970 ESPN Radio. Dave, this current group of Oakland A's uh, starting pitchers is uh, a special group. Dan Heron having himself quite a season. What have, uh, what have you seen out of this A's team so far this season? I like their ball club. Uh, I like their ball club a lot. I mean, this is a club that's been pretty much plagued by injury since the start of the season. And I'm not sure how many players they have on the DL, but they've got quite a few. I think they could start and their own team with the guys they have on the DL, Dave. <laughs> they've got they've got a pretty impressive DL. <laughs> but I tell you what, their starting pitching and their bullpen, occasionally man- manufacturing runs, have kept them in the hunt. Uh, until they get healthy. And once this ball club gets healthy, I think that they're going to be one of the clubs that you have to look at as seriously competing for the Western Division title. I agree with you, Dave. I mean, once all these guys are back, knock on wood, hopefully they're all back at the same time. If they're able to get out there and compete at the same time, this is going to be quite a uh, a nice 25-man roster that the Oakland A's have here. Yeah, you were fortunate to have a great closer uh, backing you up and a great bullpen with the Oakland A's uh, on those Tony La Russa-led teams. What is the relationship that you had with with uh, Dennis Eckersley, and what kind of relationship do you think starting pitchers need to have or do have with the uh, closers on, on baseball teams? Well, my relationship with Dennis Eckersley was, you know, if I need you, it's good to have you down there, uh, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, I, I, I love uh, the opportunity to, to finish what I started. And a lot of times Tony would give me that opportunity, but I tell you what, Eck was a great, safety net uh, to have at mm-hmm. the end of the game if you couldn't finish it. And um, obviously he's a Hall of Famer, not just because of the 300 saves, but he also had 200 wins as a starter, um, which um, I, John Smoltz may fall in that category yeah. relatively soon. But, uh, I mean, it, it's a great, great, great uh, 
safety net to have back down there. And I think that we were pretty good teammates. Um, but I, I got to be honest, I wasn't counting on him. I tried to finish what I started. I like hearing that, Dave. I, I think too many pitchers nowadays look for that out. You know, when when they got a couple of runners on the base pads, their ERA is starting to balloon. They're looking in the dugout like, hey, Skip, pull me. Uh, you're not that kind of guy. And I think more pitchers need to take that mindset out there to the hill. Like, I am going to finish what I start. I don't care what the stats are going to look like. I'm going to do what I have to do. Do you see a lot of guys like that now in the big leagues? Uh, or, or do you see the guy I just described, the guy that's looking for a little help sometimes? Well, once again, we get back to the specialization of the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've, we've now turned the game into a situation where it's five innings or six innings for the starter. Let's get to my, my primary middle reliever. Then from the middle reliever, let's get it to my setup guy. To my setup guy, let's get it to the closer. Um, for me, I was it was very, very important for me. And, and you're going to find out that there aren't going to be that many 21 seasons in the near future with the way that baseball is set up. And, and the reason for that is the majority of your decisions, at least in my period of time, they came after the seventh inning. So you'd have to pitch in the seventh and eighth inning to get a decision, which mm-hmm. is what I look forward to doing. Um, I think that pitchers today have been groomed to – Pitch six innings, and if you can go seven, great. But if not, don't worry about it. We've got the setup guy down here. We've got the middle guy to pick you up. And so I don't think that they're necessarily looking for help, just the way that they've been brought into the game. Dave Stewart, our guest in the gym on AM 970. Uh, Dave, uh, Roger Clemens, obviously a topic that uh, you get asked about quite a bit, mainly because you owned Roger whenever you would face him head-to-head. Seven and one career against Roger Clemens. And you see Roger Clemens get all this money and coming back to baseball. What does that do to you inside? Does that bring that competitive fire back? Does it make you want to get back out there? Are you just happy and and content with what you were able to accomplish with Uh, your career? I'm I'm, I'm happy with my life as it is uh, outside of baseball and the things that baseball has enabled me to do at this point at this point in my life um as far as the game of baseball i'm a little bit disappointed in the game to allow one individual to control the sport the way he has with you know pitching when he wants to pitching on the days he pitches when he doesn't pitch not being a part of the team concept that's a little disappointing to me but um you know, more power to Roger to be able to pull it off uh, is the way I look at it. Uh, disappointed in the sport to allow him to do that. Yeah, I think a lot of uh, players will be with you on that uh, on that opinion there, Dave. Well, I want to ask you a little bit about growing up. Uh, you were born in Oakland, right? Yes, sir. Born and raised in East Oakland, blocks from the Coliseum. What was it like growing up in Oakland uh, in the 60s? Well, shoot, the A's were just getting there in the, in the mid to late 60s. Um, but, I mean, growing up in the Bay Area, as you know, we had so many things going on. Absolutely. Um, in the early 60s to the late 60s with the Black Panthers, Symbionese Liberation Army. Oh, just all kind of stuff going on. Um, in my opinion, it was a great period of time for um, black culture in particular. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, I was, uh, I was a happy kid. Um, I enjoyed my life as a kid. And uh, I wouldn't trade any of it, uh, any of it at all. I think uh, growing up in that period of time established the person that I am today. Absolutely. Makes you who you are. Makes uh, It makes the reason why you, you were successful in the game that you uh, chose to play and the game that chose uh, you to play it, I suppose, is maybe the way you should right. look at it there. Right. Dave Stewart, our guest in the gym on AM 970. Dave, did you uh, excel in any other sports when you were in high school? 
And I had uh, some 40 football scholarships, more than I did in baseball. Woo. So football was my first love of sports that I played. I really liked the aggressiveness of the sport. Um, but uh, the smarter decision was to go on into baseball, and that's what I ended up doing. What's your favorite football team now, Dave? I'm always going to be a Raider fan. I'm there it is, Raider them. fans. I, I had a feeling, Dave, that you were a Raider fan. I'm going to live and die with them. Uh, they've had some tough years of, of late. I think they've done a real good job with this year's draft just by picking the right number one pick for a change Yeah, with Demarcus Russell. So I'm looking forward to this upcoming season. Well, hey, uh, Dave, we appreciate the time here in the, show, in the gym today. Thank you so much for uh, making time for us, and we hope to talk to you again real soon. Hey, thanks for having me on, and anytime you want me, don't hesitate to call. Great, Dave. Thank you so much. Take we care. appreciate it. We enjoyed the conversation. Hey, Ace fans, how'd you like that? Dave Stewart in the gym on AM 970 ESPN Radio.